Hello everyone, this is Tommy Foote and this is ISPS Missouri the Podcast. I'm going to give a shout out to a couple local businesses around here that I uh, frequent and use. And uh, two of them are friends of mine and the third one is my own company. Uh, Wes Harville, Jack Wack and Silman. If you need an outside the waistband holster, an inside the waistband holster, um, and you want it custom, you want it made out of Kydex, out of various different prints and, and styles on these holsters, Wes Harville at Jack Wack Concealment is the way to go. You can check him out on Facebook. He's got good pricing and he's got operator level gear. So check him out. That's Jack Wack Concealment and you can find him on Facebook. Next is Mr. G's Gun Shop here in East Prairie, Missouri. If you're looking for a firearm, a good price, and a wide selection, a good selection to choose from, Mr. G's here in East Prairie's got what you need. You can also check him out on Facebook. And like I said, last but not least, it's Big Rear Firearm Institute. And this is a training-based company. It started out that way. And the state of Missouri has kind of changed their uh, scope of concealed carry to where you don't have to buy the license and, and conceal and carry. So people take it as you don't have to train either. Well, I'm going to tell you you're dead wrong. People, you know, they do the, the everyday carry pocket dump on Friday. Like I said, I don't do that because I everyday carry myself. I everyday carry my butt to this treadmill. I everyday carry my butt to this bench press and the squat rack. And I work on myself. It ain't all about the gun. Now, once you get the gun up and running, anybody can do that. But can you handle the heart rate? Can you handle the physicality of getting someone off you and being able to handle your business? That's my question to you. And Big Rear Farm Institute is looking into uh, some security options and landing a few contracts, and we're working on that right now. So if you know anybody that might be interested in that, give them a heads up. And I'll have more information about that later. But work on yourself. Think about self-defense in a smart way. That way you're being practical with it and, and you're not in some dreamland where you think you're going to crack off a 25-yard shot on a bad guy because that don't happen. Again, that's Big River Firearm Institute. Man, today on the program we're going to have a, a local boss. I call him a boss because he puts players on the field. If you put players on the field, other than yourself, you're a boss in my book. He's a good player. He's a good all-around player. He can, he can play any position on the field. He's got a really good bat, and um, he's a good friend of mine. We've been playing together now for a couple of years, um, and we've, we've had some good times, and we've learned a lot off each other, too. And uh, it's kind of one of them, what they say yesterday in, in church, Matt, iron sharpens iron. Yeah. Or did you already forget the yeah. Sunday school lady? <laughs> Apparently that didn't mean what I thought. <laughs> she looked at me like I was crazy when I said that. <laughs> they look at me like I'm crazy all the time, though. So, man, what's up? Uh, um, we got a lot of stuff going on, and we, we've been discussing a lot, and we we had a pretty good conversation before the show, and I had to kind of kind of stop. <laughs> and I'm like, man, we're wasting some good good information here so um i got this tournament coming up april the 4th and we got some 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 movement on it i'm gonna keep promoting um i'm gonna really encourage you guys to come out and get involved with this tournament um it's contract style i've talked about the tournament enough uh to where y'all should know the the uh the, the workings of it but um it's here in sykes and we got two fields so it's gonna be a one-day tournament uh, 10, 10 teams, 100, 
150 per team to get in, and you're going to get three games. Like I said, if you want to know more details about it, I'll have another show here shortly, um, maybe tomorrow, that, that will go back into the details. And we got a home run derby. I can't remember, Matt, there being a home run derby um, here in Sykeston for sure. And do they, do they do this a lot in other places, or is it just really bigger events? I got a bad echo. Okay. Sorry about that. I got a little technical difficulty. Well, I had to I had the speaker set up different earlier. Um is that is that better right there? There you go. I can I, yeah, I can hear you a lot better right there. Okay, as, I, I was, as far as the home run derby. Yeah. I, mean, I, I know there I know there's one that, you know, Kate Gerardo holds uh for their for their league. But as far as sites and area no. Uh, well, you me. You know as well as I do. There hasn't been a lot of ball played in Tyson for many years. Yeah, so. we we kind of both broke back in that market area last year to open it back up for the first time in like ten years or something crazy like that. Um, that was nuts. So um, I, good on us. Pat ourselves on the back. <laughs> I guess I don't know, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm excited about I'm excited about the home run derby, man. I there's nothing more exciting to me in the game than you know just this huge monster home run taking place. That to me, that's that's what it's all about. Um, I know that there's other little facets of the game, but to me, that's it. I don't know. I enjoy it. Well, yeah, chicks dig the long ball. <laughs> I agree. I hey, I met my wife at a softball field, and I just come back from hitting a home run, and she looked at me and was like, "Hey, number forty-four." I'm like, "Yeah, what's up?" You know, that's me. <laughs> that happened, man. That that's a real story. It happened at the church field that we played on last year. That happened right there. Um, <laughs> if it wasn't for that Eastern synergy, I don't know where I'd be at today. Well, uh, no, getting back on that home run derby, I know that there are some guys that they call, you know, hey, I call I've got more than track power, but once they they should know that it, you know it's not a three hundred foot field like your normal softball field is. So uh, it, it's what a two seventy five. Don't know which field you're going to be host home run derby at, but. Uh, Well, I'm going to tell you, um, there, there's going to be, there's there's two ways I can do it. I'm going to, I can either take the players that do it at the church field, and those players, which kind of have an advantage because it's a shorter field, but they do their home run derby at the church field for the first round, and the players at the complex do their their round, their first round at the at the complex field, or I can do it to where you just we'll have to you know hold a game up. Well, I think it'd be you know it's I, I think it's fair to do it at one field for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I, was gonna, I, I think it'd be smarter if you just got everybody that's gonna uh, compete in the home run derby to do it 
one field that way, you know, it's all right there. You don't have to have guys running and flip-flopping and saying, okay, I'm headed into the second round. Now i got to go over there to this other field. Right. I just have it. I'd have it all in one, one location. Yeah, I think I'm going to do but it all, all at the complex the field. complex, is it? Oh. What is it, 280 or 285? I think it's 285. I'm getting a lot of feedback from you. Yeah, so, there, Whoa. you know, if, if, well, if, uh, if all you think is you got water track power on a 300 foot field, you know, it'll, it'll clear a 280. Yeah. Oh, it's a it's a good you field. Never know. You go out and your first couple your first couple games, you may be hit like you've never hit before in your life. So, well, I got a heck of a prize, man. I got this Fireflex two bat that I'm gonna be giving away uh, to the winner. Um, it, it looks like a cool bat. You know, I've been hanging on to it and got the plastic on this thing. I want to tear it off so bad, but uh, I, I've kept it on there. I think that's a pretty. Yeah. I think it's a pretty cool. Uh, Win right there. Brand new. Yeah, it's brand new. And we're using that uh, that stadium ball. We're using that good ball, that stadium ball. And I'm I think. Sure it comes, I mean, you still have. I mean, it comes with warranty. Yeah, it's still got some warranty left on the bat. Yeah, there's still yeah. some. I mean, that ball jumps a bat. Yeah, um, I think I bought it in the late late fall. Is when I got that I mean, bat. Yeah, Yeah, I gotta get another dozen of them. Um, I, I right, think we're gonna have some again. fun. Yeah. It should be an interesting day. Hopefully, uh, the advertisement that you're doing, if you get out on the field and get them interested. I mean, heck, if you love playing, it, it's right around the corner. What'd you say, April fourth? April the fourth. It's what? A month, a month and a few days. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Time is running out. Uh, like I said, we got some movement going. We got some teams that are, that are committed. Um, I need I need some more for sure for the payout to work correctly. Um, so if I don't get to ten teams, you know I can't get the big payout, but. Um, I think I think we'll get there. I, I'm I'm very optimistic about it. Um, so anyway, uh, man, I want to talk to you a little bit, maybe about the challenges and and some of the things that you had to go through last year uh, with with the co-ed league that you done. Um, and and let people know, man, how hard we got to work as directors and and some of the responsibilities that we got to have. And, and do before we even get to turn the lights on and play. Oh, there's a lot that goes into it, dude. You know, some people don't even consider, you know, 
all that they think is, you know, you just come out there and walk out on a big play. And as a player, you know, that's all that you have to do. Uh, but as a teammate, you should want to help better your team and put your best foot forward. Now, as a director, you've got to make sure that you have everybody out on the field. You've got to make sure that the field is insured and covered in case somebody takes a bad hop to the face. And you've got to rush into the emergency room because they just knocked out five of their front teeth and cut off, cut off half their tongue. That's, so, that's a bad day. <laughs> you know, it's, oh, it's, a, it's a really bad day. And I, I mean, I have been on turf where it hit a, a piece of turf and the guy knocked out like three of his teeth and cut off like the tip of his tongue. That's so, wild. That was just last year, actually. That's pretty wild. But, uh, but you know that thing that you have to work. You know you got to worry about making sure that your your field is insured, and not just make sure you have insurance on the field, but you got to make sure that the field is prepped and maintained properly, so that you take that risk of the bad hop away from the player. You know you're not going to minimize every risk. I mean, there's a risk. Every time you step out onto the field or step into the batter's box, I mean, you could roll your ankles, you could hyper. Some of these, some of these older guys ain't getting younger, and their ACLs and stuff like that. I mean, you could, you could have a great ball hitting the gap, and you're you're trying to get a double out of it, and you turn and slip on the bag. You're out for the season. So, yeah, making sure that the field is is prepped and maintained. Uh, but my biggest challenge was, you know, we had guys fit guys in drink out into a team, and then they start backing out, and then you know you've got all these people that paid and they're expected to play. And you know they have they have every right for that because they have paid. Yes, and that that's know, the, uh, that's that's what hit me the hardest. Like me, me and you, when when we uh when when we embarked on that men's league, uh, late July and in, into August time frame. Me and you, we worked that field, and we got that field straight, you know, the week after rodeo, or the week during rodeo. I worked on that field because there wasn't no games, and we, me and you got it straight. So that part of it was was no longer a concern. After that, man, it was the, the possible forfeitures all the time, forfeit, forfeit, all the time. Like every day I was facing that, I felt so bad because there was one team in particular that was paid, and they showed up every game. And I was struggling to get them teams to play against. And I felt so bad about that. I feel horrible. I feel bad about it right now even talking about it. It's- well, yeah, I mean, absolutely. Just because, you know, like you said, they play, they came to show up, they came to compete and win. But, you know, when it comes down to it, all it was was a waste of time because you got to say, hey, sorry, no game tonight. So they got to turn around and they pretty much waste their evening because the other team that you thought you had committed or you sit there and you struggle to try to 
people would actually do what they say they're going to do. <laughs> if you're going to tell me, yes, I'll be there, then be there. Don't it, it, you know, I had people that say, oh, yeah, I'll be there. What time? And I said, hey, first game starts at 6 o'clock. You'll be there at 5.45, 5.50. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll be there. You know, I'm calling them at freaking 5.55. Hey, where are you at? Oh, yeah, hey, I can't make it. Something come up. And, yeah, it, it's 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 crazy. And the the other thing, the and this is the, the fallout part of it, right? Say you gotta make that forfeit call. Um, I gotta call an umpire and say, "Hey, man, don't don't worry about coming tonight. Uh, the, the team just forfeited, or the umpire is already standing there." And I gotta tell him, "Well, I'm sorry, man, no game." And he's expecting to get paid that night. Because you, you're putting your word out there to that guy, you know? personal. We can avoid those situations in the future. I'm looking. <clears throat> I'm, I'm hoping to have a good, good season, a good season of play. Man, last year I was so stressed out about it. I don't want to stress about it this year, man. I'm, I'm just kind of being just overly optimistic, and and I'm going to stay that way. I'm going to stay positive about it. That way, 
when it does happen, I don't have to worry about being stressed about it. I can just go out and play, man, and have fun. And that was the whole intent to doing it anyway, you know. Um, and I'm going to get there. And I, I, I got to get, you know, the, the trust maybe built back up with the players in, in the Sykeston, Charleston, East Prairie area. Just like you are going to have to if you, you know, decide to do your co-ed. But it's one of the deals where we just got to build trust. Or I have to, and, and uh, that way people are confident with what I'm doing, and it, it's it's a it's an endeavor for sure, <laughs> no doubt. Uh, well, I, I do know, I do want to say this uh, uh, before our conversation is over, and for the ones that are listening that haven't actually been out to the field yet, uh, a lot of people did want to come and play. Because they heard, you know, there was grass and everything on the infield. You know, they didn't want to take that risk of taking a bad hop because the infield had grass and all that crap on there. The East Prairie field was terrible. Not good. I'm not going to lie about that. That field, that field was garbage. But the Sykeston field, uh, there is not a blade of grass on that infield. That infield looks. It, it, I'm not going to say MLB field because it's, it's far from it. But the infield on the building sites, it, it, it is beautiful to play softball on. Uh, I agree. It's a little sandy, so it's a little sandy, so the hops on the infield aren't as bad. Uh, it doesn't take that high hop or that hard hop on you. Um, but if, if you're worried about, if you're worried about looking like garbage I, I'm here to say that it does it so if you haven't been out there uh, April 4th would be a great time to come and visit, visit it with you and your whole teammate or your I, whole team I, heck yeah I think so too and we're going to find out, man, who the home run hitter is in this area for sure. If you think you are the home run hitter in this area, I'm going to tell you right now, I beg to differ. There you go. That's me talking trash to y'all. That, that's, all I, that's all you're going to get from me. But, Matt, man, I know you're on the road right now, and I'm going to let you go uh, and get, get back to what you need to do. And I appreciate the conversation, man. Uh, thanks for, for helping me let, let people know how hard it is to be a director in this area because it is hard, man. And, uh, <laughs> and I hope we have a good year and man, I hope we see each other, uh, in the near future. Um, uh, whether it's in the same dugout or a different dugout, I don't care either way. I just want to have fun, man. So thank you. And, uh, we'll talk to you later and, uh, thank you guys for listening. Absolutely. And, um, We'll, we'll catch you guys next time. Like I said, I, I haven't able been able to get a hold of the ISPS uh, commissioner, Manny, yet and get him on the show next, but I'm going to send him a text today to set that time up. And, uh, again, this is ISPS Missouri Softball, the podcast. So um, tune in next time, man, and thank you guys. See you later.